these companies that are buying um, Amazon or, or buying e-commerce brands, right, and rolling mm-hmm. them up and trying to grow them, they all just, you know, they're all they're all hungry for for the right business to buy it. So, um, you know, there's a very real um, massive opportunity now that if you do find the niche, if you do find the product, if you do great with your business, if you if you put in place the right processes, mm-hmm. you can exit. In, you know, literally, you can exit in one to two years and 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 walk out with with a million, two million bucks, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. The e-commerce podcast is all about helping you deliver e-commerce wow and to help us do just that. Today, I am chatting with John Tilly from Zonguru. That's right, John is back. For those of you who are regular to the shows, you will know this is not John's first outing on the e-commerce podcast. And we are gonna be talking about what Amazon is doing and what do Amazon sellers now need to know. But before we jump into the conversation, let me suggest a few episodes that I think you'll enjoy listening to if you haven't done so already. Check out the very first conversation that John and I had. Uh, is Amazon right for your digital business? Uh, this is back in the day when John didn't have kids uh, and the world was just sort of warming up to COVID. Uh, and the other episodes check out, grow your e-commerce business by stealing these seven secrets from the military with Stuart Leo. Still one of my favorite podcast titles ever. Now you can find these and their entire archive of episodes on uh, our website for free ecommercepodcast.net is the website and whilst you're there you can also sign up for our newsletter and each week we will email you the links and the notes from the conversations with our guests they go direct to your inbox totally free uh, so make sure you sign up for that there's no nasties with it Now, this episode is brought to you by the e-commerce cohort, uh, which helps you deliver e-commerce well to your customers. The e-commerce cohort is basically a monthly mastermind group where there's coaching, there's workshops, there's all kinds of good stuff, all designed to help you grow in your understanding and learning of e-commerce. Yes, it is. And it's there and it works really, really well. Uh, It's pretty lightweight, so it's not overwhelming, uh, but you get some great stuff out of it. You meet some great people uh, and you get to work on your e-commerce business. So if that sounds of interest to you, check out ecommercecohort.com. Or if you've got any questions, email me, matt at ecommercepodcast.net, and I'll try and answer them. Now, Let's get into the conversation with John. John is a successful entrepreneur and Amazon thought leader. After 15 years working as an account director and strategist for some of the top global digital agencies, John started his Amazon journey back in 2014, launching multiple successful private label brands and soon after launching Zon Guru, an all-in-one software tool set for Amazon, uh, Amazon private label sellers. Yes, check it out. Zon Guru continues to launch tools ahead of the market and use data-driven techniques to help its customers create and run successful private label businesses on Amazon. He has got a lot of data. He's got a lot of insight. He knows a lot of stuff about Amazon. So John, welcome back to the e-commerce podcast. I was going to say welcome back to the e-commerce cohort. No, no, this is the podcast. Uh, It's great to have you, man. How are you doing? What's up, Matt? Good to see you um, and good to hear your voice. Uh, You know, since we last talked, I think there's been quite an evolution in the world. I like your line there that the world was warming up to COVID uh, back back when we first. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
And um, yeah, and uh, and good, good to hear your voice, man. I, you know, you're, you're, firstly, a note just for me that that uh, you I, I can hear the the evolution in in your in just your your voice and the way you you, you narrate. It's it's uh, stepped up a couple of levels as well. It was great before, but now it's excellent. So, oh, uh, bless you, yeah, you smooth yeah, talker. Yeah. That's what happens when you do something over and over again. You, you either get better at it or you get flippant with it, don't you, really? It's one of those kind of things. Uh, but speaking of getting better, Zong Guru, you were telling me before we hit the record button that you you guys uh, got some funding last year, right? Yeah, we raised VC VC funding last year. Uh, I think it was May, May last year. Uh, uh, I think I, I, I got the check and... An hour later, my wife told me she was pregnant with our second. Child. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? What's, what's the third thing gonna happen today? I don't know. <laughs> Man, that must have been one hell of a day. No, oh, it was a day. Yeah, I think it was May fourteenth. I think if I, if I remember correctly, but uh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's you know we 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 had been bootstrapped uh, all, all the way through then, but I think in, mm. in our space specifically, I think. Um, yeah, we were competing with with uh, with big companies with with three hundred million in funding and, and stuff like that. So we, we didn't raise that much, but you know it was a decision that I think it, it was necessary in, in in the marketplace. And um, you know, getting a little bit more fuel to add to the fire uh, was 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 a good thing. So mm. um, you know, we 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 did that, and uh, and uh, I'm, I'm you know you hear horror stories of of raising. Uh, funds with VCs and and what that does to your business and 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 just your enjoyment of it, right? And, mm. and uh, um, I'm I'm really happy with our guys. I think I think they they've added funds, but also strategic uh, chops and and mm. uh, operational chops as well. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a good journey and and a, and a pleasant one, which which uh, which I'm happy happy to report. Well, you've kind of preempted my question, really, because that's always a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, I've got this VC funding, but. Um, I've lost my, you know, ability to breathe as a result, and it's that kind of. But it seems to have worked well for you, or is working well for you guys, which is which is lovely to hear. So, what are some of the changes then that have happened for Zonguru since you've got the the VC funding? Yeah, actually, one, one note I would say on, on on VC funding, just just some some of my, you know, we we interviewed a bunch of different uh, VCs, and and I think, you know, if if you are a, a you know a business owner and you're looking for that. Um, you know, think about where you are in your business, but there's a lot of VC funds out there, and they have huge funds with many, many, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, companies that, that are part of that, and and then you just become a number, right? And and yeah. you know, you, you, you they push you hard, you're either successful or, or, or whatever. But where, whereas what I chose, I actually chose a relatively new fund, um, you know, and and when it's a relatively new fund, they're on their second fund, they're just about to raise their their, their third. Um, you know, there's a lot more care and 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 i mean i think these guys care generally anyway and, and they have a passion for, for entrepreneurs but there's you know they also want that we have to be successful right so so there's a lot yeah. more focus around that and, and and good focus so uh you know if you are evaluating um you know uh, your vcs you know think a lot about the culture and, and where, also where are they at in their journey um because that's going to have a big impact on on you as, as a business owner right so um yeah, so 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 we raised uh, the funds and and what's happened with Zongu. I think um, you know there, there's two things, and we can talk about the second and, and the first in, in a little bit. But there's been an evolution of, of Amazon, right? And yeah. so um, part of our of 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 Zongu's focus has been an evolution of our products to cater to some of the new 
um, you know, rising, uh, you know, uh, in uh, targets or, 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 or customers within that within that that profile, and and one of them has been, um, you know, the the enterprise brands um, as well as the um, the the new emerging um, kind of service of 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 uh, expert Amazon agencies, right? Operational agencies that run uh, brands for for their clients. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we, we tested that as, as a, as a, as a uh, kind of ICP, ideal customer mm. profile, and we have an, an amazing fit. Um, you know, Zonguru is not the biggest or the most well-known in the space, but uh, when you truly speak to experts um, and, and, you know, true experts who understand the business and they look at our software, um, you know, and, and they understand that they have to do things efficiently, they have to raise the quality of their brand managers and they have to, you know, you know, uh, do it at scale. Um, you know, the light bulb goes off for them when they see Zonguri and, it's, and, and they're like, this is the best product in the market. So mm. it's really cool. Um, you know, the, 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 the previous model when we, when we talked or, or, you know, was focused on the small private label seller. Um, yeah. and, and then, you know, we, we did a lot of, uh, you know, inbound marketing, you know, just to, like, Hey, you know, here's a, has PPC or, or, or something, he yeah. has a lead man, check us out, and then it's a, a self, self-fulfilled uh, conversion, right? They just get in on their convert and they do their free trial uh, and they get to play around with the tools. You know, now with with, with, with this latest model, we, we do a lot of more outbound. We have a sales team, um, you know, we have demos, we sit down for an hour, we, we spend that time with with the brand manager or the CEO yeah. or CEO. And when you have that time to sit down with someone and show them around, they're like, you know, they really get get the value of what we're doing, you know? So uh, it's, it's quite, um, it's quite pleasing as well, you know, to, to, to sit down with these, with these people and, and see their response to, to our product. And, and, it's, mm. and it's pretty motivating. So, um, you know, that said, we haven't obviously forgotten uh, at all about our, our, um, you know, private label, smaller SMB businesses. Um, yeah. They're still you know, a massive part of our, of our audience. Um, but, um, you know, we, 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 and we still cater to them and focus on them from marketing and, and a customer success perspective. But we, we have this new kind of cohort that, we, that we're looking at and, and um, uh, it's a trickle down effect. So whatever we're selling for at the agency enterprise level, you know, all of the, the SMB smaller businesses benefit because they, you know, they're doing the same things. It's just potentially a little bit more at scale at, 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 yeah. at the other level. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a really interesting journey um, and certainly kind of a cool benefit of that as well is, is just um, you know our, our CS team having more um, complex conversations, you know, uh, you know, answering more complex questions, more more uh, enterprise level questions. So it's it's quite, kind of job satisfaction is is interesting as well, right? Because they're not just yeah, yeah. Um, super, you know, you know, um, kind of entry level conversations. They're, they're more mm. complex. So uh, yeah, it's good all around. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it sounds like a hell of a journey, really, and um, I'm stoked for you, man, that it's um, that it's going well. Mm. And one of the things that you said was, obviously, some of the uh, the evolution of Amazon. Therefore, you've had to change your product, and you talked about enterprise. You talked about um, agencies, the growth of agencies, which is, is fascinating to me as well. Um, but before we get into those, is there still? Um, opportunities for people who are small uh, SMBs. They, they live, you know, they've got a job. They want to set up a side hustle or something like that um, to to sort of get started with Amazon to create a, a business for themselves, and hopefully that becomes their full time income. Are there still those opportunities, or are they are they sort of all, all but gone now? 
the short answer is yes. There's still amazing opportunities on Amazon, uh, Amazon.com, and 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 more importantly, I think out of out of the the, the pandemic, um, you know, uh, you know, e-commerce has just obviously boomed. So mm. some of those traditional retail markets, uh, Amazon Australia, which is was very very retail, um, and 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 Amazon launched there. Um, you know, Amazon, uh, you know. Uh, UK has been going for great, you know, gangbusters for a while. But um, you know, some uh, Amazon Germany has grown. Um, you know, some of the like Amazon Italy and, and France, like really traditional retail um, mm. heavy heavy markets. Um, you, you know, they, they all all those brands and, and everything is and all the customers have moved online, mm. right, on onto Amazon. And so those markets are, are really viable right now um, and 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 pretty awesome. Um, it's kind of sad in, in some ways because. You know, when you walk around the U.S., you know, it's sometimes the retail experience is, is really crap, right? Mm. Um, going to little boutique stores and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and I hope that hasn't happened in, in, in Europe too much. But, um, yeah, you, you know, so, so there's there's global opportunities for sure. Um, and, and certainly I would say if, if there's an SMB smaller seller looking to launch, um, you know, they can, they, they can look at some of those international markets first. And, and if they do well there, then come to the U.S. because... You know that kind of traction that you get on some of those markets will help you um, to to not just come in as a brand new product onto Amazon for for the algorithm, right? So um, that's kind of a, a backdoor way of getting into the U.S. markets, yeah. grow your business first on, on some of the other emerging markets. So um, you know there's certainly amazing opportunities, uh, especially Amazon Australia. That's one that I've looked at quite closely, and and um, you know you can you can launch some of those big ticket uh, items that you that you could launch back in. It's, it's almost like launching on Amazon back in 2016, yeah. right? And if you see yeah. the growth of what's going to happen on Amazon Australia um, and you just stay in stock, you know, in three, four, five years, you, you, you're getting at like 30x on your business or whatever, right? So um, there's huge opportunities there. And then I would say on, on Amazon.com, yes, there's absolutely, uh, um, there's there's opportunities, but it's finding that niche within a niche. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's using data to find those those products and it's, it's having a much more sophisticated uh, launch strategy and and actually beyond launch uh it's it's about you know kind of proper business uh cycle management not going out of stock how do you grow your business and stay aligned with the algorithm after launch right because it's mm -hmm. once you fall out, out of alignment with the with the with the algorithm it's it's much harder to come back because they'll just move to the next product and the next product right so um it, it, in a nutshell i would say you have to be uh you know you have to be a much more dialed in uh you know, e-commerce entrepreneur, um, understanding all the different strategies, understanding yeah. how to use data, have all the, the right processes in place and, 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 uh, and do well, you know, it's not just like, Oh, we'll throw this up and see what happens. Um, yeah. you know, you probably have to, re you know, have significant capital, you know, 20 to 50 grand, uh, at, at the low end, right. To, to kind of launch your product. Um, and, and, and those niches are there. You just have to dial them in. So, so we see from our customers, people launching products all the time and, and some amazing results. Mm. Um, and you also see plenty, plenty guys launching and, and completely failing, right? Cause they, mm. they, they're not, not doing it right or haven't found the right thing. So, uh, they're all there, but it's just about being more dialed in using data. Um, yeah. and, and the good news is there's a lot more data now available. Um, and hopefully. Uh, software companies out there that, that that can use the data to to kind of paint a visual picture and, and answer the right questions, right? So, um, you know, that's that that's all good. But um, yeah, uh, you know, and and also um, understanding that the markets that you might compete in, 
um, you know, for sure there's enterprise brands, there's retail brands that are on there. Um, and, and, uh, you know, if, if, if you choose wrong, you can get into a massive, uh, you know, PPC, uh, mm. sponsored ad or on, on Amazon. And, and you can lose that very quickly with, with some of the, the, the deep pockets that some of these bigger brands have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So there are opportunities just there. You need a little bit more about you. It's not just a case of throw it on and it'll be fine. Um, you, you've got to plan and think it through regardless of what the Instagram ads tell you. hundred percent. And, and by the way, there's, you know, hundreds of, of aggregators now, um, you know, the, these, these companies that are buying, um, Amazon or, or buying e-commerce brands, right, and rolling mm-hmm. them up and trying to grow them, they all just, you know, they all they all hungry for for the right business to buy it. So, um, you know, there's a very real um, massive opportunity now that if you do find a niche, if you do find the product, if you do great with your business, if you if you put in place the right processes, mm-hmm. you can exit in, you know, literally you can exit in one to two years and 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 walk out with with a million, two million bucks or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's that's an insane, insane opportunity that's available to literally everyone, right? So you've got to do it right. But um, you know, if you can if you sit down today and you're like, hey, if you work hard on this, do it right, you can exit in in, in two years for for two million bucks. You know, yeah, how well, cool is that? Know, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So what uh, have you got any examples of people that have done well starting recently? What sort of niches they find? Not that we can copy because obviously they have them. I'm just kind of curious. Um, maybe some of the things that have surprised you, perhaps. Um, yeah, I think in the US, one of the one of the surprising uh, growth markets that, that we've seen recently is around um, hop water. Hop water. Um, I don't know if that's big in in the UK yet, but um, hop that's water. A, that's hop water. H O P water. So mm. essentially, what it is 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 you know in Europe we've seen a, a, a massive growth in the zero percent beer market, right? Um, mm. and, and some some crazy cats, uh, a small private label seller here, um, you know, came to the US and was like, okay, well, that's growing there, but, um, you know, how can we remove all the carbs? And and uh, and basically they came up with a, they started with like a, it's almost like a sparkling tea that had a hoppy taste. Um, and they kind of evolved that and, and, and worked on getting it to taste pretty similar to beer, but it's just sparkling water that tastes similar to beer with no carbs, no, no anything, right? And that's, that's a hugely growing, uh, you know the, the the sparkling water segment has been growing for a while, but that mm. kind of hot water niche has has just blown up um, here. Um, and that that was a, a you know a, a small brand that started and, and did did insanely well. Um, so they've done well. Um, you know, there's there's a I'm trying to remember the name of the there's another sparkling water uh, which is a massive marketing. Uh, I think it's called uh, it's called Death Water or the. Death, sparking of death or something like that, but they've done incredibly well just just on Amazon, um, and they started there and, and gone on. So I mean, and that, and that brand's worth like a hundred million now or something, you know. So um, it's huge, huge. Um, mm. You know, if you if you find the niche and and uh, um, you know those are those are those are some of the the, the interesting niches. I would say um, you know if if you are looking, uh, you know, as as an individual, you know, trying to find those um, unsexy niches unsexy products you know some of those medical products that are you know that need a little bit of sexing up um you know that's that's still a really uh, interesting niche we see a lot of um cool um product evolution in, in that space where it's a mm. it's still a big demand but people haven't really jumped onto that and and, and done a done a great job right so yeah. um you know that's pretty interesting i think uh um yeah yeah so there's a there's plenty out there um and certainly i think um as an e-commerce seller um, if you can get access to 
some of the reports um, on Amazon.com in the subcategories um, and, and understanding what's actually growing, what, what, you know, what are the trends in those, um, you know, that's a future insight into, into potentially what's going to grow in some of the, the European markets, right? So, so if yeah, you want that was, that was going to be my next question, actually. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Can you, I mean, I assume your platform does this where you can go get the insights of what's selling in the States and then kind of go, well, actually, I'm now going to try this over on Amazon Australia because I can figure out how to get the product to the, to the Aussies and get it distributed there. So, um, it's not a guaranteed method by any stretch of imagination, but it, it seems to be a sensible approach, I would have thought. Yes. Uh, I mean, we have a, a report called the Global Niche Analysis Report, right? So, so we look at a niche on, you can basically pick the markets that you, that you want to look at. And we, we kind of look at a whole bunch of visualization around data to assess a niche. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can see, you know, what is the, the TAM, you know, of, of, a, of a niche um, total applicable market size uh, and, and revenue size. Of a market in in uh, the US, a niche in the in the US. I'm sorry. Um, you can kind of see the market share of the main players. Mm. Um, you know, what kind of revenue they're doing, and then you can compare that to a market, um, you know, in in the UK and see, hey, mm. has that grown? You know, if it's a 10 million TAM in in the US, uh, you know, is it a two million TAM in in the UK? And how much of that market share is owned by the top brands? And is there an opportunity? Right. So we do that for that. We can do it for Australia. So. Um, it is uh, the ability to kind of look at hey what's happening in the US and and then uh, you know look at the other the other markets. But what I would say as well is um, it's kind of interesting to do the reverse, right? Which is to look at um, you know some of the hot, hot, hot you know very competitive markets in in the US and and seeing the growth of some of those over time, mm-hmm. like pet category products or you know sporting equipment or whatever, and saying like you know that to launch a product in that market and you know you can, in uh, what's an example I can give you? It could be like, um, I don't know, just make it like a, like a putting green, like a golf putting green, right? Mm-hmm. That, that could be a, um, you know, a product that could do you, uh, on the US, it could probably do you like a million in revenue a month, right? And it could cost you 100000 to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in 2016, uh, it, it you know you could you could get into that market for fifty thousand and it was probably yeah. doing you know, hundred thousand a month right and and so seeing some of those really competitive evolved markets in the US and then going and looking at something like Amazon Australia and being like wow I can you know it's gonna this product's gonna make me a million bucks a month in the US but it's gonna make me you know twenty thirty thousand in in Australia um, but understanding that 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 you know in three four years what is the size of that market gonna be it's it's pretty insane so there's a little bit of patience there but. Um, you know, it's like you can. It's basically just repeating what's already been successful yeah, in, yeah. in the market. So you kind of have that that um, you know uh, hindsight uh, to to go into some of these these uh, these markets, right? So yeah. um, so it's about looking at emerging trends and potentially looking at bringing that to to some of the international markets and kind of doing the, the opposite, which is looking at saturated markets and then yeah. saying, hey, is there an opportunity on there? So you can kind of look from both ends, right? Yeah, really clever. Really clever. Uh, very good. So <clears throat> let's talk about Enterprise then. So you mentioned that one of the um, one of the evolutions that you see with Amazon is uh, Enterprise brands. Just explain what you mean by that. Yeah. So, you know, I think through the we knew this was going to happen anyway. Right. The e-commerce trends is, is basically, um, you know, big retail brands. Um, you know, big, bigger um, traditional 
um, uh, retail companies would evolve and, and start putting their products onto e-commerce platforms. And, and that yeah. was obviously totally happening before the pandemic, but the pandemic has just accelerated that, right? Yeah, so, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. You know, there's, you know, you can, you can pretty much speak to most brands now and they're going to have an Amazon focused um, division of their business, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, taking their products, pushing it out there. Um, uh, and, and obviously, you know, all the other e-commerce channels as well, right? So, so omni-channel, um, you know, e-commerce strategies are, are, are important for any um, traditional retail brand, right? So, um, what I mean by that is, is there's there's now companies, uh, you know, that that's, that's um, traditional retail companies that, that that have big pockets, you know, big brands that that are pushing them them out on the e-commerce channels. Now, you know, previously you would have like Amazon resellers, so guys were going to retail stores, you know, wholesale, buy a bunch of stuff, you know, and flip it on on Amazon. So you had these like smaller private labels, mm -hmm. you know, we call them uh, resellers, right? Um, you know, flipping products on on the e-commerce channels. Uh, and now those have been taken over by the 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 the, the primary brand owner, right? And, and, yeah. and they're doing it, and, and that's evolved <clears throat> in conjunction with, you know, what we we've been like, geez, Amazon, you're so far behind Google, and and understanding that you you have a platform that you can make so much money off of sponsored ads, um, you know, and and they used to they're so far behind the ball, but they've yeah. you know, it's almost like you know during the pandemic the, the light went off for amazon they're like oh yeah. we can make money off pay <laughs> so yeah, now they're, they're yeah. like you have like a whole bunch of different paid uh, sponsored ad um opportunities that you can do and and it's pay to play right so mm. um they're dialing it up and i think it's the i think it's the the second biggest revenue channel now is, is 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 the sponsored ad side so there's many opportunities there you have to kind of pay to play it's what goes with the algorithm so you know you, when you if you're in a market and and um you know, you have big brands there with, with deep pockets, uh, it's challenging, right? So, yeah. um, you know, so um, that's challenging. Um, uh, you know, Amazon is, is favoring brands. Um, the good news is they also like to see that you're bringing in um, outside traffic. Um, mm -hmm. um, so if you are a smaller player, I think um, having some creative strategies around bringing um, traffic from, from other platforms, Shopify, you know, Google, wh wherever it is, um, and, and driving it to your your storefront um, that that helps as well. So it's not just mm. all PPC focused, but yeah, that, that's um, that's brands in a nutshell. Um, so there's enterprise brands, and and then of course, uh, in addition to that, the, the evolution of the specialist um, agency, operational agency that. Run yeah, right. you mentioned that, and that's something that I've noticed actually. I mean, we've had a few of the guys on the podcast. You know, um, the sort of uh, agencies on. I'm thinking Andrew Morgan's. I'm thinking um, from Marknology. There's there's been quite a few. If you just go to the website and type Amazon, some of the guys have come on. They're all really interesting. Um, Ryan Flanagan, he was on recently as well. And another guy that's, that's sort of uh, set up his agency, and it was interesting. Ryan's story. You know, he, <clears throat> he's sort of gone from from sort of busting out in his initial business and he, he sort of stumbles into Amazon and he helps a, sol a solar guy selling solar or make crazy amounts of money all rapidly and boom, an Amazon agency is born they, and they figured it out because obviously Amazon, I think it's one of the things which is changing the most, isn't it, Amazon at the moment in terms of they figured out we can make some real money here and they, they seem, and the agencies that are keeping up with all the changes seem to be the ones doing the sort of the, the best out of the whole thing. I imagine actually from your point of view, it's a bit of a nightmare from a software side of things. All these changes and evolutions trying to play keep up, is it not? Uh, not so much. I think, I think um, 
yeah, I mean, there's obviously different agencies at different levels, right? And I think mm. it's about, um, you know, finding uh, the right fit for us at the agency level. And, and you know, we, we talk about ICPs, ideal customer profile. And for, for us, um, you know, an agency that is managing less than 10 clients usually isn't a really good fit for us because, you know, they're, they're happy to pay, you know, 100 bucks a month uh, for, for one, you know, operational software yeah. and the whole team kind of logs in there and they're just, you know, they're, they're running that with a thousand Google Sheets, right? And that's how they operate in the Amazon business. It's, t- it's typically um, beyond 20 clients that we truly start to have a fit and, and there's mm. a more sophisticated business owner there who has a, a you know, has a, has a smaller team. They might have some vertical depth, you know, where they have some, some brand managers, they have two mm. or three brand managers. Uh, and, and they're looking for, you know, good software that can help them be more efficient, that can lift the, the, the quality level of their brand managers and, and can scale. So, um, you know, those are kind of the, 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 the levers that we've been, um, the, the needs that we've been looking at in depth and, and, and solving, right? So um, that's, a, that's a better fit for us. And, and mm. you know, uh, uh, the good part of that is that they're obviously willing to pay more for software and there's yeah. less churn and, and kind of what we're doing at the software level, right? Which is always trying to, Aim for um, higher ARPU, less less uh, less churn. Uh, ARPU is, is average revenue per user, right? So so um, you know that's that's an interesting space for us. Um, yeah, and and there's definitely uh, yeah the, this it's a very for such a big uh, industry uh, this this Amazon e-commerce uh, business. Um, you know it, it's so new in its evolution, right? And, mm. and so you have as as a, as a profile of some of these agencies. A guy who was selling on Amazon in 2014, he exited, you know, an aggregator bought his business for, you know, a few million. And he was like, well, what am I doing now? Well, I know, I know Amazon. So let me start an agency. And they, you mm. know, they're, they're kind of doing that. And they're, you know, they're like maybe four or five people and they're, they're using all their skills that they've learned on that to, you know, from VAs and all that kind of stuff to run their business. Right. So that's, that's a, that's one, one market. And some of those are, are you know what they're doing and some don't. Um, you know, uh, there, there's there's some of these aggregators, uh, you, you know, um, who are kind of like an agency. They own the brands, but they they they're kind of running running. Uh, you know, trying to scale these businesses as as basically an operational business. Um, uh, who've got a lot of funding, and a lot of them not, don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> um, and and uh, and and some of them know what they're doing, right? So, um, you know, they they are all all interested in in um, you know kind of figuring things out. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and connecting with us, and 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 you know, seeing how they can do things at scale, um, and and on the, just kind of a side note on aggregators, you know, a lot of them are like, hey, well, no, well, we've got all this money, we just want to build all the software ourselves, right? And so it was kind of hard to to see them using our software, but um, that, that's evolved because because of a little bit of this economic crisis that we're going through right now. And mm. the debt financing, they're, they're, they're realizing like, hey, we need to focus in certain areas and, and let's get people to know what they're actually doing. And, and they're starting to use our software and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, there's the aggregators and then and then kind of my favorite, which kind of which goes back to some of my background, which is, um, you know, the traditional, uh, we call it traditional now, but traditional digital agencies, mm. um, you know, um, they all, you know, it's, a, it's an additional revenue stream for them now, right? So they've got retail brands that they've been helping at the at the digital level, creative advertising, you know, some of the bigger reach of mm. agencies, but they all need an Amazon division now within their business, right? So um, educating them, getting them up to speed, you know, um, you know, if they've got a if they've got a, a traditional retail brand that they are pushing on their own digital website, and they're like, hey, well, we launch on Amazon, 
you know, who's who's going to handle that for us? I mean, you know, the, the smart agencies are going to start building the, the internal uh, Amazon specialist division uh, and be an agency there, right? So um, that's that's really really new. Um, if if not, it hasn't even hit yet. But I think that's so going to be is, um, a little more of the, the competition for for those for those uh, current specialist agencies. Is like yeah. Yeah, it's a really interesting point because actually one of my questions to you was as you were talking, I was thinking, well, there's, there's a lot of, let's say there's a Shopify agency out there, you know, and they do Shopify really well. Is there is there an opportunity for them to go, actually, let's add, let's build this Amazon sort of side to our business where we become a specialist Amazon agency? And I know there's a lot of agencies that listen to the podcast. Um, a lot of them are going to be going, is there an opportunity for us here that we should think of about looking at? And if so, how the hell do we start, right? Because that's that's always been the. It's like where do you begin? How do you how do you even think about learning something to even get competent at something to even think about selling that to a customer? Great segue, Matt. Well, we have a. A, a Zongu accreditation course for agencies that they can Gosh. jump on. And <laughs> <laughs> I should set myself up as an affiliate now. <laughs> so is that what you're yeah. doing? Is I mean, I'm joking aside, an interesting segue. So you've actually looked at this and gone, yes, there's opportunities. Let's let's help these guys. Exactly. Yeah. So so I think I think the the, the answer to your first question for the Shopify is, is yes. You know. Um, Again, you, you've got to decide as a business, hey, you know, do I, you know, there's an opportunity there, but what is it going to do to my overall business? Is it going to mm. take away from my specialization on, on, on Shopify? So you've got to do it at the right time for your business. And that's obviously, you know, kind of business 101. But um, yes, for sure, there's opportunity. Um, and, mm. and the conversation uh, nowadays is, is more omnichannel, right? You know, hey, yeah, and, and even the agencies I talk to these days, it's like, you know, a lot of their brands aren't just specialists on, on Amazon. They are definitely omnichannel. Um, they have all the other channels. So if you can satisfy that, um, you know, just with your own business, yes, uh, you know, it's there. Um, and and we, we've kind of, we've seen that. And, and, and certainly in our conversations, we've seen that there's a need, um, you know, if it's not one brand manager, it might be a few of the other brand managers um, that need to be skilled up, right? And, mm. and they have to be better at, at their skills. So we just created a, an accreditation course, which is really an operational course about how do you actually run the Amazon business. But um, it's a, uh, you know, it's it's um, uh, you know, it, it, it's done at more scale. So some of the questions in there are, are more of like, you know, how do you do this for your client? What are the important things for your 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 clients? You know, what what are the mm. kind of metrics you have to be looking at, etc. So. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going well. I think in that in that in that place, you know, I, I think ideally for me uh, down the road, it's going to be about um, you know, if I had to land an ideal client, it would be like a publicist or, or an omnicom, you know, like these agency aggregators where the switch yeah. has gone off, and they're like, okay, we have a group of agencies, digital agencies that, that need to be skilled up. Mm. Um, let's get let's get some software out there, and 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 um, yeah, let's get a course going. So, you know, if any of those guys are listening to your podcast, you know, hit me up. Because I'd be happy to happy to help you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure. But I'm thinking, like, I, I, you know, I, I know a lot of agencies that specialize or have specialized over the years in in traditional e-commerce. I, you know, say a Shopify site or they do the bespoke e-commerce sites, but it's their own site. And people have been a little bit reticent to get involved in the Amazon space. Um, it's felt a bit like a, a vortex in some respects, a bit like a black hole. 
Mm. So you've now got this accreditation course. If I'm an agency and I, you know, I'm, I'm a small agency, maybe five to 10 people, and I'm thinking, should, is this something that I should look at? Realistically, what kind of resource do you, th- would I have to be thinking about? Is it gonna be f- a, a, a person full time for six months to get up to speed? I appreciate this is how long is a piece of string kind of a question, John. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking from a digital agency's point of view, they're gonna be thinking, well, wh- what sort of, what sort of investment, for want of a better expression, uh, do I need to make? What, what sort of time commitment, what sort of people do we need? Yeah, no, it's, it's a good question. And, and, and I would say, um, you know, certainly internally, you would have to, you know, there's different areas of an Amazon business, right? And, and, and some of it is um, kind of a, the, the SEOing of, of your, 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 your content for the listing, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and managing that piece, which, which I think is, a, is, is, a, is an important specialist agency role, like which is mm-hmm. listing management. Um, you know, um, uh, you know that that kind of like SEO piece. How do we get up our listing in front of customers and and, and optimize that, right? So mm-hmm. that's one piece of the business. Um, there's certainly a, an, an inventory management piece, which is like from your your clients' um, stock. How do we how do we get product into Amazon and 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 stay in stock and the management of that piece, which you know um, some of the agencies take on as well. Yeah. Um, and there's for sure the the sponsored. Uh, brand uh, management piece, right? The PPC piece, which is, you know, agencies just do that as a specialization, which which is critical, which is like, how do we manage um, all of that? And and also the, the profits and 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 uh, the, the spend that you, you know, you, what we call ACOS, advertising cost of, of sales, mm-hmm. right? Which is, um, you know, how do, we, how do we manage that spend to maximize profits? Um, you know, that's a, that's a piece of the business. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then, and then certainly, I think there's there's the advertising piece outside of Amazon and driving traffic to Amazon. So mm. you know, it, it, there's definitely there's different specialist uh, areas within that, right? Mm. Um, and so, obviously, as an agency, you've got to figure out, hey, do I want to do one one piece or all of that? Um, and then and then um, and then I would probably start with 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 one based on the clients that you have. What what is the needs that they they need fulfilled most on on Amazon? Um, and then and then hiring hiring for that. Um, internally, um, and then and then there's definitely services that 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 can also um, you know you, you, you can have um, overflow services that, that you can get get access. For example, with Zonguru, um, we have an overflow service on the listing optimization side, which is only for for uh, enterprise brands or agencies. Which is like mm. the challenge of agencies bringing on a client, and they're like, great, you know, let's do our Amazon business. We've got a hundred listings to do, and they're like, well, we haven't got staff for that. So we have an overflow service where we have. Uh, listing listing uh, creation services um, okay. that that, we, that, that, um, a, that agencies can use as overflow. They use the guys. They they obviously do the listings and they just make a markup on that and, and mm. or a charge the cost to to their clients and and um, so there's ways. I think you could probably hire one specialist in area and and you could definitely outsource some of that legwork mm. um, to various um, services around that. Right. So um, yeah, it's a uh, um, yeah, it's, it's like anything. I don't think you have to totally uh, hire up everyone t- to start. I think there's there's, there's mm. ways around that, but you definitely have to have a specialist within within your agency, right? Yeah, no, that's really interesting. That's true. and so your accreditation course is that kind of like an overview of those four areas that you talked about, or is it focused in on just one of those specific areas? Yeah, we, we the, the accreditation course is more around like leveling up the 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 the, um, the brand manager. To give them a, a good overview of like, hey, he has all the parts of an Amazon 
business from or services side of the agency and what you need to manage so they they can speak you know for, from a from a, a skilled and expert level across mm. their business and one of the things that, that move it uh, that move the needle so it's analytics and 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 understanding the the amazon algorithm and everything that goes around that and then we focus a lot on the operational side of uh, listing management uh, business analytics, uh, review automation, you know, kind of like the main key parts of the business. And, and on the PPC side, it's more about the reporting and, and how to do that. It, it's not a specialist PPC course, which is, you will probably do that course at some point, but we, we, we don't have that as yet. So it's more the operational yeah. side of, you know, the overview of, of yeah, the business. Yeah. yeah, but like you say, you can outsource the PPC at the moment and probably not a bad thing to do when you're starting out anyway. Um, well, John, listen. <laughs> Great conversation, and um, I'm I'm really fascinated with with where Amazon's going. I'm really intrigued with this idea of agencies, um, you know, uh, just, uh, more agencies starting to bring in Amazon specialists. I think you're right, and I I think the accreditation course is a bloody clever idea because uh, I I can see the growth in that just from what I know about agency really, and also in some respects from uh, say businesses like mine, an e-commerce traditional e-commerce business that has done great. We work with an Amazon agency, and I'm thinking to myself, well, actually, I could I could get one of our team members on your accreditation course, and actually, do we start to bring some of that in-house? I don't know, and I can see a lot of brands starting to think that now, you know, and, and, and bring those kind of things in-house. So, um, John, my final question for you, right? Uh, it's, it's completely left field, so I just want to point that out, right? <laughs> so uh, this show is sponsored, as you know, by the e-commerce cohort, which is all about using coaching and peer mentoring uh, to deliver e-commerce well. So I want you to imagine, John, right? You're sat in a or stat, stood uh, in a room uh, full of cohort members. Um, this could be virtual, I suppose, <laughs> a virtual room. And you've just delivered your keynote speech about what Amazon is doing and, and what Amazon sellers need to know, so a whole bunch of stuff you've just talked about, and you've gone into it, and the crowd is going wild. They're like, yeah, John, go, dude, best talk I've ever heard. Uh, and so when it all dies down, you get a minute to thank all of those folks that have had a big impact on your life, whether family, mentors, authors, software, podcasts, whatever it is. Who do you thank and why? I'd like to thank myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> was it? Was it? Uh, so who was it that did that? Anyway, uh, I digress. Sorry. Yeah, carry on. Uh, well, I mean, I, I definitely have to thank my my, my two business partners. Uh, you know, um, Adam Hudson, uh, who's based in Australia, um, who started as uh, Guru with me. Uh, he, you know, he's, he, he focused on another part of the business and, and I ran the software, but we, we kind of created the vision together and he's been a huge impact on, on me, mm. um, as someone who's a serial entrepreneur and just done incredible, uh, you know, work around successful businesses for the last 20 years. So he's, he, he's obviously hugely influential. Um, yeah, for sure. My, 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 my operational, uh, CTO partner, who's, uh, based in Bulgaria, uh, from Canada, originally Stefan, um, you know, he's, uh, uh, just a, a, a genius when it comes to software, and, and more importantly, uh, you know that 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 piece that we look for in 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 um, that we need to solve on the software side, which is finding mm. a team that can develop tech but can truly understand the the business vision and the business strategy and objectives, right? And marrying those two because that's how you create scalable tech. And 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 he's done uh, an amazing job there. So that's on the business side for sure. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I think I think that's that's who I would. 
uh, immediately immediately thank right and fantastic and, uh, um, yeah it's a yeah look i mean it's 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 a wild journey and and i and i think it's a it's a challenging journey i think you know just in our space but um you know the good thing is is that um there's a there's a there's a huge evolution that's happening with with amazon and um certainly there's a lot more data and and yeah. uh, and interesting questions to 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 answer with with data that, that amazon is just not doing a good job of so there's always going to be a need for software and it's about how we can we can deliver on that so yeah i'm exciting times ahead for sure Fantastic, fantastic, John. Uh, how do people reach you? How do they connect with you if they want to find out more about Zong Guru, the accreditation course, or just reach out and say, "How's it? Uh, what's the best way to do that?" Yeah, I think go to zongguru.com and and um, you know we we have a, a chat support there and, and a team eager to answer your questions. So certainly that's that's a place. LinkedIn, uh, I'm pretty active on on LinkedIn, so you can you can grab me there. And um, you know I, I don't know if uh, in in the show notes I could give you a couple of links to um, you know, some of those, um, uh, you know, ways of, of, of agencies connecting with us, um, mm. you know, and they connect with, the, with us directly, uh, or even some of those, um, reports that I talked to, talked of, we have some, some of those free reports that we can give you where you can kind of look at a subcategory and understand the kind of data we look at. So happy to give you links if, if you need to, otherwise, um, zongu.com or, or my LinkedIn profile, uh, they can get me there. Oh, fantastic. No, that'd be great. And whatever links you give us, we will of course put in the show notes. Now, John, uh, big thanks, man. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Been a, as always, been a thoroughly uh, enjoyable and informative conversation. You're a legend, man. Appreciate you being on. Thank you so much, Matt. That was awesome. And, and as always, you know, you, 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 you stay present and you know what questions to ask and, and it makes it really enjoyable. So I appreciate it and, and uh, great job. Yeah. Oh, bless you. I always like it when people big up the podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> Always is good for my ego. Uh, we will, of course, link to uh, John's info in the show notes, which you can get for free along with the transcript at ecommercepodcast.net. Or if you signed up to the newsletter, it will be uh, winging its way direct to your inbox uh, just automatically. So, and if you're not signed up to the newsletter, of course, sign up to the newsletter. What's wrong with you? Uh, so again, huge thanks to John for joining me today. Really, really great conversation. And a big shout out to today's show sponsor, the e-commerce cohort, do head over to ecommercecohort.com for more information about this type and this new type of e-commerce community that you can join. Be sure to follow the e-commerce podcast wherever you get your podcasts from because we've got some great conversations lined up and I don't want you to miss any of them. And in case no one has told you yet today, you are awesome. And that's just a burden you've got to bear. John has to bear it. I have to bear it. You've got to bear it too just awesome. The e-commerce podcast is produced by Orion Media. You can find our entire archive of episodes on your favorite podcast app. The team, the amazing, wonderful team that makes this show possible is Sadaf Bain on Josh Catchpole, Estella Robin and Tim Johnson. Our theme song was written by Josh Edmondson and my good self. And as I mentioned, if you'd like to read the transcript and show notes, head over to the website ecommercepodcast.net or sign up to the newsletter. You know how to do it. It's on that website. Uh, that's it from me. That's it from John. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a fantastic week wherever you are in the world. Stay safe. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.